and good morning friend thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful friday morning my name is pastor gerald and you are listening to grace waves brought to you by greater grace church in south africa our friend this morning i want to briefly discuss with you how you can limit your anger now what do i mean by limiting your anger what i mean is that you are able to find ways that you're able to reduce the opportunities for anger. Now, anger is often related to certain triggers in your life. You'll see that there are certain places, certain people, certain events, certain situations, certain memories and certain weaknesses and other if, if, <laughs> other things and other elements in your life that causes you to be more angry than normal and these things are things that we call triggers and it's important that we identify these things and really be able to look at them from an objective perspective so that you can deal with them or either overcome them or avoid them altogether if you are unable to deal with them so let's look at a couple of verses just to give you a good idea of what i'm talking about and then we'll mention some things and then some ideas how you can deal with these. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 24 to 25, the Bible says, Make no friendship with a man given to anger, or a woman given to anger, nor with, go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor with a man, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. <clears throat> Excuse me. First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, verse thirty-three. The Bible says, "Be not deceived; evil communications corrupt good manners. Evil communications corrupt good manners." In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6 to 7, the Bible says, Your glorying is not good. Do you not know that the little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out therefore the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Alright, friend. So remember how I said to you earlier this week that it's important that you become conscious conscious of your anger. Well, this is why you need to take note, because you need to learn where the anger comes from. When you take note and notice when you get angry and say, wait a minute, why am I angry at this moment? What caused me to get to this place where I'm feeling the emotion of anger what is triggering this what is stirring up this anger what are the things that seem to make me feel angry what is putting the leaven into your life what is the source where is the stronghold if you remember our series on strongholds anger is one of the strongholds that we find in our lives and so we need to identify the strongholds. We need to identify the place, the buttons, right? To say, don't press my buttons. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You need to find where it is, the things that trigger you, the things that, that really cause you to feel angry. And sometimes from when we are unco unconscious of 
where where these places are, what these things are. We can go our entire lives being controlled by anger in these areas and not even realizing it. Now, always remember, friend, that if you can avoid anger altogether, it is far better than having the need to overcome anger in a situation. It is better to avoid it altogether than to need to find a cure. Now, there might be certain places that stir up anger, and therefore you'll do best to avoid those places. There might be certain friendships that you need to limit or cut altogether. There are things, the thing about friendship is that you must realize, and this is something that someone once said, and this is a quote. A person said, show me your five best friends and I will show you who you are. Friends, you are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you spend time with a person who is always anger, angry, like the Bible says he's given to anger, then it is the, this anger and emotions, you'll eventually become like that person. You'll find yourself feeling angry at things that you were never angry about before. You'll find yourself feeling irritated and just unhappy and, uh, and being emotional for no reason. And even if you were never like that, you will do good to see the kind of friends that you have been spending time with. That is always a possibility. And if you are unable to limit that friendship, then it's best that you discontinue that friendship altogether. For yourself, for your family, for those around you, for your own health, for your walk with God. It is not profitable to continue that friendship if you cannot limit it. And then there are people that will just altogether make you feel angry. If just being in their presence might make you feel angry and maybe you do not have the capacity to deal with that relationship, to work on it, to find the source of the irritation, and therefore it will be best to limit your interaction with this person or this kind of person until you're able to deal with it in a mature way without allowing anger to consume you. And friend, many times, by the way, these things are not big things. These things are very small, subtle things that you do not even think about. These things, and sometimes you don't even see them, and many times you'll need the eye of an objective person to find out where these things are. And most of the time you might even find that it's not even something that the other person is doing wrong, but simply your own disposition that is causing you to be irritated or angry at something that they are doing and they might have no clue that it's making you angry. And if this is the case and you need to and you can work on this relationship, especially if it's your spouse, then you better work on that relationship. Then you need to communicate to the person to say, these are the things that irritate me. These are the things that I find that make me angry. When you do them, I know you do not mean it to cause anger or to cause irritation with me. But please understand that I, you make me feel angry when you do one, two, and three. And you will help me by maybe trying not to do them or doing them in a different way or help me to understand why you do these things. And it's good to communicate these things. And many times you can find that when you communicate, you're actually able to resolve the, the problem and to stop the situation and the source of anger within that relationship altogether. 
But friend, it's always good to look into yourself first before finding fault with other people. Because most of the time it is our own, our own issues inside of us that cause this irritation and anger. Now there might also be certain events or certain places or memories that cause anger due to their association with something that happened <clears throat> in the past. Or maybe some unresolved conflict. Now it's good to try and find out exactly what it is about these things that cause you to feel angry and then deal with that little by little. If it's a memory, something that happened to you, something maybe the way that somebody used to treat you and now an unrelated person that <laughs> has no clue of this past that you have treats you in just uh, remotely the same way, you become furious at them. And you feel hurt and you feel emotional and you feel better towards that poor person who has no clue what is going on. And so friend, it's so important that you deal with those memories, that you bring them to the cross, that you take them through the cross and, and, and let them die there. Give them to Christ. That's why the Bible says, cast all your cares upon Christ for he cares for you. So that those things that happened in the past, those feelings can be dealt with. And can be resolved. And if it's un, you, it's, excuse me, if you are able to communicate to the person these things and maybe make them aware that look, my my friend or my you know whatever this previous relationship or this person or my what whoever it might be used to treat me like this and it really makes me feel angry and hurt again altogether. And so maybe the person can avoid doing those things. If you communicate with them, again, communication, communication. Now, friend, there are so many things that we need to think about. But the most important thing is that you find and identify the source of anger in your life. And where you can, you need to deal with those things. You need to talk about them. You need to resolve them. You need to bring them to God. You need to find where is the leaven in your life and take it out. Be a new lump, as the Bible says. Renew your mind, renew your understanding, think with God. Do not allow these things con to consume you and do not allow them to determine the way that you live your life and the way that you think about yourself, about people, about situations. Many of these things can be dealt with. And friend, if you do need to, it is very important that you find and the time to speak to someone that you can trust, someone that is spiritually mature. My recommendation is that you speak to your pastor. If you do not have a pastor, then you should get a pastor because that is extremely important for your life. And so a pastor is able to give you accountability to help you and to give you counsel where it's needed and to help you identify where these things are in your life. Because sometimes you are unable to see, you are blind to these things. It is what we call blind spots. You cannot see them because you are blinded towards them. They are, you're so used to these things, you're unable to identify them. And so it's good to have a third person, an objective person that can give you the truth and in love speak to you about these things. And you can talk about these things and it's good so that you can resolve some of these issues, find counseling, find help. Find ways to overcome these things that cause anger in your life. And you'll find, friend, that you'll become a much happier person, a far more peaceful person. 
if you start to deal with the things. Do not allow these things to just linger in your life. Deal with the strongholds. And really, friend, always continuously to prayerfully, by faith, bring these things to God and move forward one step at a time. And remember that there is no condemnation for those who walk in the Spirit. When you do fail and you get angry at something, get back up again. Do not be condemned. Ask for forgiveness. Apologize to those who it's due. And then learn from that situation and use that to start identifying those triggers and then start working and building on those things. My friend, I believe that God has given us all the gifts and equipment that we need to transform and to grow and to become better versions of people that as God has planned us and made us to be. And so friend, therefore, as you walk <clears throat> a spirit-filled life, the love of God will be shed abroad in your hearts and He will help you to overcome these things that cause anger in your life. And friend, as we said, it is important that you do understand and note and deal with these things in your life. And as the Bible says, give no place for anger. Give no place in yourself. Do not act upon wrath, but give it space. Let God deal with these things. Let God be the one that avenges where it is needed. Because God is the only one that can act truly righteously and justly in every situation. So let us trust Him for our lives. And let us give everything unto Him and let Him deal with us. And transform us by the renewing of our minds daily. So thank you, friend, so much for listening today. May you have a wonderful weekend. And as always, may God bless you.